When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Lizard Shaw, and this is Hash It Out. Today's question is, Dear Liz, how do I gently navigate things with my spouse who's still healing from an abusive past? First of all, this is a beautiful question because it shows that you're really relationally aware, that you are thoughtful and caring, and that you want to make sure that you're taking good care of your spouse and their wounds. I also hear in this question that because you're relationally aware, you also want to make sure you can insert yourself right into this relationship. So you know that you still need to navigate things with your spouse, right? I'm not hearing you say, my spouse has experienced abuse, so I never bring things up. You're saying, I know I need to bring things up, for us to have a relationship. I know we need to navigate things and I wanna do it in a way that's going to be as helpful as possible to my spouse. It's a beautiful question. So first of all, this is going to be, sound pretty simplistic, but really, really important. So I want you to ask your spouse this question and ask it just how you asked me. Honey, you know, I really love you and I want to make sure that we are navigating things in our relationship in a way that feels good to you and feels good to me. And I am aware of the abuse that you suffered. And I care a lot about that. And I'm just curious, like, what are some things that might bring that up for you or might make it harder to navigate things together? And what are some things that I could do that would make it easier? You could even provide some examples. like. For example, like if I bring things up to you, is it ever hard to hear a particular kind of tone of voice? Are there certain moments where it feels safer for you? Is it harder for you if I started off right away with like my complaint or my concern? Do you like to have like a little bit of a buffer? So talk with your spouse first. Now, unfortunately, we don't all completely understand ourselves, right? I don't fully understand myself. You might not understand yourself. Your partner might understand themselves. And so your partner might say, I honestly don't know. Or they might give you a suggestion and it might not actually end up working. And that's all okay too, right? This is just starting that dialogue. And that's a huge part of being able to navigate other issues is feeling comfortable enough to navigate the process. In therapy, we talk a lot about process over content. And what that means is that there's two types of conversations that couples need to have. One type is a content type of conversation, right? That's where we're actually talking about a thing. What should we do with the the budget this month? Can we talk about how you keep coming home late? Where should we send the kids this weekend when I have to work? Who's gonna watch them? There's also process conversations. How do you like me to talk to you? What's the best way for us to bring this up? How do we tend to solve things together in the best way possible? What is it that I do that helps you to feel loved? So in the process of our relationship, X, Y, and Z. 
So I want you to have a process conversation with your partner. Other than that, some things to consider are that abuse and trauma, they live in our body, right? So part of it is cognitive, but a lot of it can't be just talked about. So there might not be a lot of things you can say to make your partner feel safe. But what you can do is you can bring a safe presence to difficult conversations. That can be your individual work and you're not just doing it for your partner. It's good work to do for yourself. How do I show up in conversations as someone in a safe body? Because someone who's been abused without even knowing it, they can sense when somebody is tense or becoming aggressive. And you might not be in any way being dangerous or threatening, but they can still feel that activation in your body and that can cause shutdown or activation or whatever. And so if you can work on when I'm upset, how can I still be a safe body for myself and for the other person? And some of those things that you can do are making sure that you know how to like breathe while you're in conflict, keeping your voice steady and low, pausing, making sure you're using gentle startup, which is being able to talk about what you've noticed, what you're feeling, what you need instead of accusing, and just making sure that you're kind of entering into it during a time that feels safe and not chaotic. So everything I want you to think about is safety. How do I make navigating issues feel safe? I can make it feel safe by the tone of my voice, by my body, by the place that we're having the conversation. And then also communicating with your partner about what it is that they need. Thank you so much for this question. It's such an important one. And I really hope that you and your partner can figure out how to navigate things together in a gentle way. I'm Liz Earnshaw, the author of I Want This to Work, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you, so please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones, and when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.